In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Yesterday morning, Michael told me about this incident involving a bus driver on Saturday afternoon down on McCorton Street where the level of abuse directed at this young bus driver was just above and beyond. It was just utterly ridiculous. It was misogynist. It was racist. It was sexist. It was every kind of ist you could possibly think of. And all because this young driver had pulled in to where she was perfectly entitled to pull in to park her bus. Michael takes up the story here. It shook me because nobody should have to put up with that abuse that bus driver had to endure. A private minibus uh, was neither parked in or out of the bus stop. The bus approached, alerted the minibus that it was there. And the group of gentlemen that got out of same said minibus, effed and blinded, swore, had plenty to say to this lone bus driver, swore at her, drew reference to her nationality, her sex, it, these were these were grown men. Just because these were she asked bodies. them to move their car, they were illegally occupying a bus stop. The lady in question was driving a large bus with passengers disembarking, having to mind them, having to mind her passengers, having to mind pedestrians and 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 people in and around the area, and having her job made more difficult for her by bodies that shouldn't have been there. They turned on her. They essentially, look, they held her captive because she's in her bus. She has nowhere to go. She can close the door, yeah, but a, 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 a crowd of hollering belligerents outside that door uh, swearing at her. And we're, we're, we're talking stuff that you wouldn't hear out of dockers uh, in, in their most ribald moments. These were fully grown gentlemen with an awful lot to say, very angry individuals, um, that really put that lady a, in a desperate, desperate state after the event. Wow. I w- was trying, of course, to get across. Um, as you know, the, the roadworks here in McCartan Street are a little bit up in the air. With the barriers, it took a while to get over to her. When I did eventually get over to her, she was distraught. She was uh, in floods of tears. I learned from her that this is not a once-off occurrence. This is a daily occurrence. She gets abused in her job providing a service. She gets abused in her job on a daily basis. And she is at that stage where she wants to quit. 
Goodness me. Did they move the car? The driver put his hands up from the, the little minibus and shirked it off and eventually pulled out. The lads continued off up the road. They, they walked up, continued off McCarthy Street, walked up York Hill or York Street, should I say. And the, 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 the most angry of them, a man my age, he had a lot to say. I mean, he was a terribly, terribly angry individual and just, just totally inappropriate. It doesn't do anyone good to have that level of venom. And this or... was misogynistic. It was referring to her nationality. Was she a woman of colour? She was. She, yeah, absolutely. No, it was she, I, I believe she was Spanish. I would know the lady. Uh, I'd actually have seen her on the on the on the routes. I'd take my my two hundred seven, my two hundred eight. I take my buses up to wherever else I have to go. I can see the abuse. It's not good for people's health. It's not good. I mean, this this is a is a person that's that's doing her job. Yeah. It's her career. It's her job. It's her livelihood. If there's a family involved, she has to pay her bills like the rest of us. She has to do all her bits and pieces. But to come up with this in this day and age from people that from grown men that should know better, yeah. shame on them. Shame on them. The least that they could do is own up and turn around and talk directly to that lady and offer her an apology. It's the very least they could do. Oh, there's no chance of that happening, I would suggest. It was a CityLink bus. Uh, Francis Cahill is their regional manager in this part of the world. Francis, you also wrote to us, and I quote, you reached out in the last resort that this issue will be taken seriously before someone gets hurt. How is that young lady who was driving one of your buses at the weekend? Good morning. Good morning, PJ, and many thanks for um, responding to my email. As I said, it was it was just where I just said, well, look, I've got to do something about this after, um, you know, the instance that happened in question. The driver, thankfully, is, um, you know, she's doing a lot better. And the fact that this is being taken serious, um, the guards are investigating this. We are fully supporting her. Um, we've moved her on to a different route now. Um, you know, she did best maybe that this was something she didn't want to do anymore but this driver in question has been on the cork road for so long she knows the passengers um you know it's familiarity continuity you mm -hmm. get to know the same faces all the time so i suppose for the last 12 months it's been extremely challenging uh for our drivers in terms of the move on to from patrick's key on to coburg street mm. There was lack of communication. <clears throat> Sorry, we were, I suppose we, we worked for the council the best we could. Yeah, let's, let's go through it from the start, Francis, because traditionally your bus picked people up and set them down on Patrick's Quay. And it was all grand, everything was working fine, it was all tickety-boo. Then this new plan comes into effect. Take it up from there. So it uh, happened, I think, May last year, we were informed that this was going to be the process. We were going to be moved into a bay up on McCurtain Street, and we'd be sharing it with a couple of other operators. I went up to look at the street, and I was thinking to myself, this is not going to work. Um, even on when we looked at it, there was people pulling into it. It's a narrow enough street uh, with trucks and buses and cars, and... But this was the only alternative we had. Um, we asked to kind of be moved back down onto Patrick's Key as the work was being ongoing. No, that wasn't going to happen. So look, like it or lump, but we had to go up to McCurtain Street. And, it, you know, we, we ran into trouble with people pulling into the bays. And then the abuse started for drivers. You know, people were pulling in and we were trying to get in. We were blocking streets and people were getting angry at us. 
Um, so it was starting to become a vicious cycle. I, I'd say I have an email once a month or once every two weeks to the council going, we can't continue like this. This is causing delays in our timetable. It's causing passenger frustration. Mm-hmm. And, you know, drivers are now starting to say, well, look, I don't want to do the cork route anymore. You know, it's just a ripple effect mm-hmm. across the board. Because at one point you had to do a big loop, didn't you, to get from one place to another. And it was putting something like 20 minutes on, on the journey. Um, when they asked us to move to, this it baffles me now. So we were moved to Coburg Street, but they only opened half the street. So mm-hmm. if you're coming in from Cork Airport, that's fine. You can pull in there. If you're coming from Limerick, you have to go and do a loop around to come back up to Coburg Street and then go back down again if you want to go to the airport, which adds the extra 25, 30 minutes. And, you know, but it's just because there's a port cabin on the other side of the street. And then we discovered that's not going to be moved now till November. Now, I wouldn't be holding my breath on that. Yeah. Um, they did the roadworks on that hill going up just onto McCurtain Street so we couldn't even swing a bus around and I believe there was one day there the barriers were in the way the bus couldn't get in because someone had parked on the corner a car and fair play to the passengers waiting they all walked over and picked up the barriers and moved them for the driver <laughs> so, you know yeah. um, then two weeks ago we got a call to say that we on Monday we can operate on Coburg Street Tuesday we can operate on McCurtain Street Wednesday we can operate on Coburg Street and Thursday we can operate McCurtain Street and then we'd be back to normal how do you relay that message to the travelling public that you know, is we, ridiculous so yeah. it, 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 for, for a passenger it's guess where the bus is going to be today Oh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a where's Wally situation um, on those two streets. And poor driver, he'd pull in and then he'd have to run back up to McCurtain Street to see if there were any passengers there and bring them down. This was the way it was going. I, I, I was just kind of going, this is a fun. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm just let me paint a sketch of that for you. So for listeners, what you've just told me is, so the bus pulls into Coburg Street. The driver has to get out and toddle up to McCurtain Street to see if other people are waiting up there for where they think the bus is going to be and then bring them down to Coburg yeah. Oh, So he would have a manifest that shows the number of passengers and he might go, right, I have whatever, 20, I'm only after loading 10. Where are these other 10? So, you know, they used their initiative and thought, right, better walk up to McCurtain Street and see it there. Um, and he'd see them all standing there and he'd walk them all back down to the bus. It was, it was just comical. Um, it was not... It was embarrassing, it was frustration, it caused delays, you know, but it was just, we are where we are with it. And we went back down three weeks ago to look at the situation again, because when drivers start saying they don't want to do the route, um, and that we've seen an increase in the abuse coming at the past, you know, particularly on Coburg Street, it's a free-for-all um, where they pull in there. And, uh, you know, we have to find a solution. And we pleaded and pleaded and pleaded to the point where I've had to go to a number of councillors, I've had to go as high up in the city hall. Like the question was starting to be touted: Do we pull the whole Cork service out? Good um, You know, Why? Cork Airport. We spoke to them, and they're getting a lot of passengers in from the Limerick region and Galway region using the airport. You know, so we found ourselves in a rock and a hard place. And this is no reflection to the people in Cork. Who Francis? Are, how many passengers are you pushing through Cork in an average week or month? So between our, our South CityLink and GoBus, because we obviously have the second, yeah. and they're lucky enough, they're uh, positioned well where they are in, in um, their stop. We'd be moving between the two of them, anywhere between eight to 10,000 passengers a week. Crikey. And I've and used your service to be, be and, and, and the Dublin service. Fabulous. Yeah. Uh, com- compliment, we, compliments on it, like. Well, yeah. thank you. And I mean, it's a significant investment. They're a brand new fleet. 
There's a lot of investment gone in. We want to expand our services in Cork. We want to add more services. We need to. The demand is there. You know, every Friday and Saturday and Sunday in particular here, people from Galway going to Cork and Cork coming to Galway. We have to put on extra buses, extra capacity. So the demand is there. Mm. But we're we're trying, we're banging our heads off a rock here and I'm kind of going, well, we could put in another eight return services a day. But why would I invest more money into a route at the moment that's... Um, it's operational issues, it's commercial viability, it's lack of support from the council in relation to doing this. It's fallen on deaf ears, and as I said, we went down, we looked at an alternative stop, be it on um, Patrick's Key there further back with some other operators where we wouldn't cross over with their timetable. And it was like, nah, that's not going to be an mm. option. And you know the situation that arose on Saturday? And look, let's be very clear here, the only people responsible for the abuse of your bus driver are the people who abused her, and shame on them. But the situation, as you describe it to me, isn't helping. No, it's all, I guess everyone is frustrated. It's, you know, traffic situations. Um, we're based here in Galway. We have the same situations. Every city has it, and it's just something we have to go with. But, you know, to take it out on someone who's just doing their job is disgusting. And these are, I believe, are grown men who may be employers, fathers, brothers, sisters, whichever. Would they like that done to them or any of their family? I just, I don't know if there's a different mentality out there now that some people view other people as they're entitled to be abusive towards. Um, you know, we're encouraging more female drivers. There's a lot more females coming in as bus drivers. And I, I often question if, if that was a man, would they have done that now? Or, you know, what would they have done? They just I thought, think the answer is they absolutely would not, Francis. Exactly. You know, and it's just a disgrace to see that, you know, she went through this. And she loves the Cork route. She loves doing the Goyle and Cork route. And the people, she knows so many of these students. She meets students that, you know, hit their first day in college and graduated and now are in employment. So that's really? how long. Yeah. You know, so she gets to know these people. Yeah. And the same, we have a couple of drivers based out of Cork there and, you know, they know the lay of the land, they know all the little quick ways of getting out of the city and how to bypass the traffic and everything. And But, you know, we're so apologetic to the people in Cork for putting up with us, blocking up streets um, just to try and get what we can do. And uh, But as I said, it's not a reflection on it and it's something we're saying, look, you know, we have a great service in Cork. We mm -hmm. have to find a solution to this. Whether Cork City finally need to, Cork City Council need to listen and take on board, you know, the operator's issues. Well, at a time, Francis, when we have a government encouraging us and government policy locally and nationally encouraging us to use more public transport, here you are, okay, a private service, but offer, offering incredible connect connectivity, and sure you can't even get a proper base in which to get your passengers on and off. It makes no sense. No, and I mean, from our perspective, we just launched a brand new service, Castle Bar Tune to Dublin, and Mayo County Council couldn't have been more helpful in helping us get this up and running. We're running six data return services, massive investment. We're about to launch another eight services for our Clifton Sky because, you know, rural connectivity is important to us. We're reviewing every one of our routes, and Goy Limerick Cork is one that's at the top of the agenda. Where we go with this, our Cork to Dublin is going to get more services added in. So we're putting in a significant investment. We're not funded by the government. We're a complete private operator. But, you know, we know that the passengers are our priority, their safety, as well as our drivers. And do you know what, as Einstein said, the definition of insanity. And sometimes I feel that's what's going on every time I have to send an email to Cork. I send them the photographs 
you know, I asked, is there a warden around? And I don't know, is he a mythical creature at this point? But no one seems to see him. Do you even get um, a response to your emails to City Hall? Um, I eventually got a response when I went as high as I could. When, you know, it did come down to, we were in a situation where we had to get something regarding approval and time was running out and I had no choice but to go as high as I could to get an, a response. Um, and did you go to Anne Doherty's office, did you? The which, sorry? The, the chief executive's office. Yeah, I had to go all the way up there and advise that, look, we're in a situation that, from a licensing perspective, we don't get the approval for this street, we're in breach. And uh, eventually I got it, and but it, it took months to get it. Mm. And but given that we can't even say which street we're operating on because they're like, oh, well, you know, you can drop off in McCurtain or drop off in Coburg. We're trying to do what's best for the passenger and the people of Cork City. And that's our priority. Oh, and we'll challenge Cork City Council all the way we can. Well, but well we you've come to us, you've come to us, and as you say, and I quote, I quote your email, you, you've said it's your last resort in the hope the issue will be taken seriously. Take the floor, Francis Cahill. They listen over there. They bang their head off the wall at me probably five days a week. Let, tell them what you want. So I suppose we just want uh, a solution to this. Uh, a location that we can bring people in and out of Cork that's safe, um, that there's no risk of abuse for drivers or passengers, that doesn't impact the flow of the city. Proper consultation with us. We have worked with them for the last 12, 14 months in fairness. We have abided by everything they've asked. And we were told different dates. So I am pleading that we find a proper stop location, a drop-off that we can bring people in and out of Cork, students, workers, everything. We want to invest in our services on this particular route. But at the moment, it isn't going to happen until a solution is found. And, if you know, I did know that this would escalate at some point that someone is going to get either hurt or very, very badly um, verbally assaulted. And it's now come to it. You've already had one Happened. driver reassigned because of the abuse she was yeah. getting. And she's the only female driver on that route. And, um, you know, it's just whatever else. I'll back our drivers 100% and fight the None of our drivers are going to experience anything like that. We have zero tolerance. We have just absolutely no way would anyone get onto a bus, a, a passenger, if we thought for a second they would disrupt people's journeys. And you've made a complaint, just in case any of those beauties who were out there Saturday afternoon abusing this young person, you've made a complaint to the Gardaí. They have been reported. Yeah, the driver has made uh, the official complaint to the Gardaí, and I, I'm really hoping that they will either just use this as an example. I get that sometimes we see everything is Dublin-based, you know, drivers up there and... and Irish Rail and Bus Aaron, and, and there are colleagues in this industry, and we know that they experience this abuse, but it isn't just Dublin-based. Um, it happens in all of the cities, not to the same degree, I'll grant it, but we're entitled to kind of the same support and okay. acknowledgement. I'm hoping that if this does go in front of a judge, that he will use this as an example. Okay. All right, Francis, good to speak with you, and thank you for reaching out to us. Uh, and happy to give you the platform this morning. Francis Cahill, Regional Manager of CityLink. After one of her drivers, the only female driver on that particular route, had to be reassigned after being viciously abused, taunted, shouted at, cursed at and terrified on Saturday afternoon by a bunch of so-called men who'd parked their car on McCurtain Street in the bus bay. And all she did, all she did was ask them to move their car. Yeah, I've used that bus service twice in the last maybe 18 months. Once was to a rugby match and the other was to an Ed Sheeran gig.
because it's too blasted expensive to stay in Dublin, you get the late bus back down again. A great service. Absolutely fabulous service. Kate, you were thinking about this. Good morning to you. Hi. Um, I think it's time to have somebody on the bus to support the driver. Do you remember before you had the conductor and the bus driver? I do. Yeah. I, do. Um, I just think it's time to the marshal. I also think it's time for a camera. And I don't care about civil liberties groups or anything. I think it's time for the person to have an actual camera. I think there are CCTVs on most of the buses now. Yeah. yeah, but just, just to get, the, these guys need to be, I don't know whether anybody photographed them, I'm just wondering, because if somebody has, it would be great. Yeah, well, she hasn't made a formal different. complaint and all that, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. One, one assumes they're picked up own. somewhere on, on on video. Yeah, but you know, the actual bus service is fantastic. And what um, Cork Council don't realise is that the amount of people that's bringing in to Cork for, you know, for study, for business, for mm. everything... And they're, they're spending the money here. Well, you heard what Francis said, that that driver is so familiar with that route. She knows the students, and some of the students yeah. started as first years. Yes. And yeah. she saw them write well, up their final exams. And to be abused in the street like that. On a, yeah, oh. they're telling me here there are cameras on the bus, but most okay. of this happened outside the bus. Outside the bus. But I just think there has to be something, even, even if there's something on the dashboard that shows outside the bus. Do you know what I'm getting at? I do indeed. I think something, some protection has to be brought in because this is a disgrace. And by the way, stop giving them the run around and give them somewhere to park their bus because they're doing a fantastic service. They're bringing uh, 8,000. My God, the amount of people are bringing in and out of Cork and it's a fantastic service. Yes. And it's a, a, a service people can afford. Absolutely. Very affordable, yeah. very efficient, very yeah. much on time. Yeah. And you get a late bus because Dublin is such an absolute scandalous rip-off to stay yeah. in now. You mm-hmm. get a late bus home when it's grand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, Kate. 0818 96 96 96. And, and that's something else that Ian Road Heron could look at. Uh, the last train... I know they're changing their timetables to- and stuff at the moment. The last train down at night... Um, is nine o'clock. It's, it's okay. It's not too bad. But uh, with the with the, with the crazy price of hotels in Dublin, if you could scarper out of Dublin after a concert or after a match or something, if you could scarper out on a train at eleven, to be handy. Do you know? Just just throwing it out there for for what it's worth. But these buses run till till all hours of the morning, which is fabulous. Just on the bus. The bus driver, Mike, says Cork City Council has always been against business. They don't take into account how things work in practice. When they're told that, they just ignore it. Uh, Caller was listening to Francis talking about what happened to the bus driver, and she's talking an awful lot of sense. There's a problem, though, in today's world, that whatever you do, nobody will pull you up on it. And there are people out there who will do what they like and not take any heed of the hurt they cause. They may even revel in the power of it. We need people pulled up and corrected more often. Leave them in bold, lads, when you drop them in, actually. It's easier for me to read them. It was a bad day when schools dropped their guard on discipline, says this message. Religious institutions didn't produce the kind of antisocial behaviour we're talking about this morning. They may have done some wrong, but we threw a lot of good things away when we moved on from them. And there's not enough talked about that. I think what that caller is saying is discipline is gone discipline is no longer something you learn in school uh, I think there's an amount, amount to be said for that there's a nastiness I just throw this out there for what it's worth there's a nasty 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. In society now. Corks 96 FM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.